Enophiles meet cinephiles today. Cinephiles? Cinemophiles? No, movie lovers. Movie lovers meet wine lovers on today's Judd's Napa Valley show as I welcome as my guest the proprietor of St. Helena's Cameo Cinema celebrating 101 years of movie-going happiness here in the Napa Valley. It's a really great little theater, one of the last single-screen independent theaters in the country, and they use all the high-tech stuff, digital projection. They can do 3D, Dolby Atmos, everything. If you're going to see a movie here in Napa Valley, go check it out, the Cameo in St. Helena. Let's hear from this charming and lovely proprietor, local business lady, hear her story. She's a lot of fun. I enjoyed speaking with her. I know you'll have fun going to the Cameo Cinema and hearing today's show. Before we do that, how about having some fun drinking some wine, some Judd's Hill wine? Hop onto our website at www.juddshill.com. Watch those great videos that we make. Meet the family. Have a look around. Get some recipes to pair with some wine. And then get some wine. Put some in your cart and type in JNVS in lowercase letters. It stands for Judd's Napa Valley Show. Type in JNVS and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. And that offer will be good through, well, well I guess as long as we leave it up there. So don't delay. Get it while you can. If you're a Judd's Hill Wine Club member, you get an even better deal than that. And if you're not, well, you know the routine. You ought to be. There's lots of fun to be had. Dinners, events, parties, experiences. All the information about our wine club is on Judd'sHill.com as well. It's free to join. You'll get great wine. And you'll enjoy just being a part of the club. We'll show you a good time. And we will show you a good time if you come visit us. All our visiting information is on the website as well. So find us at the south end of Silverado Trail. Give us a ring. Let us know you're coming, and we will welcome you with the red carpet treatment, just like they do at the Cameo Cinema. Enjoy today's show. Everyone's a Fingal friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know. From witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio... In the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Chad Finglestein. Why, thank you so much, Mr. Lauren Mole. Top of the day, Judd. Top of the day, Lauren. Tell me, what is new in the land of Lauren? Oh, boy, I am so excited, Judd. My Boston Red Sox have just won the World Series. Yeehaw! Oh, wait, okay, we're doing a high five. Yeah! <laughs> Over the counter. That's High what five. I'm talking about. That is some excitement. So when did you become a Boston fan? Was it just recently when you went to Boston? Uh, well, it was before that. Oh, so you already were a fan, and then you just happened to be able to go to Boston, yes. take it in, sing. Did you go to a game when you were out there? Uh, no. You didn't get to. No. Oh, bummer. Oh, that well. is a bummer. But hey, they won it for you. Yep, they did. Well, right on, right on. Now, that is great for Boston, it is. But what's great for you personally? What are you personally involved in right now that excites you? Well, we uh, we got the Wizard of Oz coming up Aha! in Sonoma. I was hoping you were going to bring that up. I was. Please, tell us. 
As a matter of fact, I have the information with me right now. Well, tell us how folks can go see you, Lauren Mole, in the role. I didn't even mean for that to rhyme, but in the role of the Wizard of Oz himself, Professor Marvel. Yes. In Broadway Bound Kids, production of The Wizard of Oz. That's right. That's coming up in Sonoma. Give us the details. Sure. And as a matter of fact, I'll actually be playing double duty. I'll also be Uncle Henry. Oh, no kidding. In the same show, you'll do two roles, or will you alternate uh, shows? I'll, I'll, this will be alternating shows. But I see. Yeah, but here's the information. Okay. Uh, Lay it on me. Okay. Uh, Go for it. All right. Okay. <laughs> Tell us how we can come see you. All right. Uh, the play is at the Sonoma Veterans Auditorium. That's at 126 First Street West in Sonoma. Our shows are at Thursday, November 14th at 6.30 p.m., Friday, November 15th at 6.30 p.m., Saturday, November 16th at 2 o'clock and 6.30 p.m., and Sunday, November 17th, which is sadly our last show, at 1 o'clock. Tickets are $16 for adults and $14 for children under 12 and seniors over 65. Tickets are available one hour before the show and Pharmaca uh, in Sonoma. Okay, so $16, one six for adults, 14 for kids. Go to Pharmaca in Sonoma yes. an hour before showtime. Yes, Pharmaca over in Sonoma, not here in Napa. Right. In Sonoma. This all happens in Sonoma. Yes. This is Judd's Napa Valley show, you know. Yes. So why are we talking about this? <laughs> I don't know Because why. it's you. It's Lauren Mole, and you're a superstar, and I think folks ought to come see what you're up to. Well, that, that's good. All right. Speaking of superstars, we're going to talk the movies today. We we're are. talking the Cameo Cinema in St. Helena. Would you please introduce our guest? Sure, Judd. When Judd first went, he was just a young buck. Back then, the films cost only a buck. These days still, movie going's a trend we won't buck. Now, let's welcome Cameo Cinema's owner, Kathy Buck. <laughs> well done. That's just for you, Kathy. Yeah, I like that rhyming that. scheme. That was great. <laughs> You're able to use buck in so many different ways and different meanings at the end of each. Wow. Hey, hey what you more can I You forgot the famous one, don't pass the buck. Ah, oh. or, or the buck stops here. And... You know what? I'll bet in your case, the buck does stop with you. You are the proprietor. I mean, you could just be this owner who sits around and lets other people do, but you are so involved. I'm guessing that the buck does stop with you no matter what. Always. It's my responsibility. Put the show on, make sure everybody's happy, and uh, close the doors up at the end of the day. So what is your – before we get into the theater um, aspect of your life, I would like to find out what your story is. How did you – Come to be in St. Helena owning a movie theater. What did you do beforehand? I, you haven't always owned that theater. It's, 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 it's 101 years old, so I know you haven't always. You know, you're a youthful lady, so I know. Um, well, I'm a Michigander. Okay. And um, so I moved here, and um, I've never owned a movie theater in my life until the Cameo Cinema. Um, decided to come out here wine tasting about eight years ago, almost nine years ago, with my kids uh -huh. and fell in love with Napa Valley, said, ooh, it doesn't snow here, um, <laughs> but it has all the seasons. And um, lo and behold, packed up my bags and here I came. So you came here as a tourist? I mean, as originally just as came a... to taste wine, take in the sights. Mm -hmm. My daughter was in uh, San Francisco doing an internship at UCSF. Oh. And so we came out for Thanksgiving, almost this time of year, uh, nine years ago. And then um, while she was in San Francisco, I kept coming back and forth and back and forth. And 
Eight months later, I came here, and she moved to Chicago. <laughs> so, was that was that planned, or that was a little surprise? Like, welcome, mom. I'm now. I'm leaving. No, she was applying for medical school, oh, okay. and she got in in Chicago. It was so. inevitable. Yeah. So it was in your head. You, were, I mean, of course, maybe that was the initial draw, but you, yeah. knew that Napa somehow was Napa called the place out to me. Yeah. St. Helena, I yeah. guess. Well, yeah, the valley called out. Um, originally, more uh, Mid Valley is where I lived, and. Um, Went to work at a winery. What else are you going to do when you move to Napa Valley uh-huh. until the movie theater came up for sale? And then what really tempted me was I'm going, what job can you do no matter how old you are? And I thought, well, I can take tickets as long as I can count change. Right. And okay. That's what led to the theater. And that was it. So you're working in the winery, this theater, historic theater, I mean, been in the community at that point. But ninety something years probably yeah, yeah. Um, came for sale, and you just—that's great. You just got this idea. Hey, yeah, not knowing a thing other than I love to go to the movies, and Charlotte Wagner had it at the time, and um, she was willing to work with me and teach me the ropes. And um, it's changed a lot, even in these last six years. Uh, an incredible change has occurred in film. In in what respect? Well, originally it was all film. It started out, you know, the movies, the Nickelodeon, and then it was film, highly flammable, and then it became just regular film, and you'd have to put a movie together, and you'd have to break it down, and now it's all digital, uh, pretty much 100%, and um, so there's no more film. You had to learn the whole new industry of the digital projector, and even the people installing it were learning as they went. Oh, so, that brand new. Yeah, so when I started, it was film, but we Within a year, we were doing both. We were doing film and digital. Mm. We were one of the first theaters to jump on that digital highway. As a little guy, I knew that you had to be at the front of the bus or you would be at the back of the bus forever. Right. You were smart. You were the head of that curve. So with a digital projector, I'm... I claim complete ignorance. Um, you know, I, I did study film back in my day, mm-hmm. but then it was film. And yeah. uh, this has all developed since I've been out of that business. So, so what happens? How do you receive... A film to show it used to come in big reels and you'd spool it and run it through a projector, right. but now well, what happens? Yeah. You just get a little thumb drive and plug it into a Mac or what? <laughs> Not quite that, that way yet, yet. But I think that's coming. So you know, you're right. Film used to come in cans, and you'd have them in six reels or eight reels, and you'd have to put them together like elephants in a parade, you know, sorta. And now it comes in um, a digital package, which is like a little suitcase, and it looks like the old eight track. If any oh. of you remember the eight track, yeah. And your projector is a giant computer, so you slide it in and you transfer from the 8-track into the projector and then what's really great it, the same thing happens with your trailers your your previews and you can build up a movie to show any previews that you want any advertising, any previews and you put the whole show together Wow! and as long as your hard drive doesn't crash <laughs> you push a button and it goes You're good. that gives you a lot of uh, creative leeway to really show what you want to show uh, before yeah. the movie, which movies and you know what Speaking of which movies, I'm going to jump around here because I've got so many great questions. Well, I don't know if they're great questions, but I have questions that I want to ask you. But uh, you brought the point of, of that freedom. Um, when Francis Ford Coppola came and did a night at the oh, Cameo fabulous uh, night. last year, uh, I was lucky enough to be in the audience. And it was, a, it was a wonderful night hearing him talk. Obviously, you know, we talk a lot about passion. And I think it's actually an overused word in many cases. Mm-hmm. Um, but that dude's got it. Oh. He did not want to leave. You eventually had to cut him off about midnight saying, you know, <laughs> the teenagers who work here have to go to school tomorrow. But he was so excited and so passionate about what he does and wanting to share 
uh, insight and take questions. It was amazing. But um, the point I guess I'm getting at is because it was digital projection that you have, he brought along two movies. He'd actually brought three movies in the beginning. Oh, he only mentioned two, but... He said, I'm going to let the audience pick from three movies. And two were movies that had influenced him in his career. Um, uh, What was it? I got to remember. The 40 Thieves... um, Alibaba and the Forty Thieves, I think, was the first one of the first Technicolor, and then it was a German movie um, that was that really Kubrick kind of black and white style. Yes, and then he had his own, and he kind of figured where the audience would go. Well, sure, when you put it that way, it was pretty cool because he introduced all of the movies. He didn't say which one of his he was going to show, but he said, I, "You're right, it was three movies." Let because of modern technology. This is all digital. We can vote right now and just press play, and there it goes. And he said, you know, one of them is a movie I directed, but it's a cut nobody's ever seen. And some of it was from right. old Betamax tapes right. that he had found and yeah. pieced together. He so, put of course, it together for the cameo. Right. And who isn't going to vote for that? <laughs> exactly. And it ended up, that's what we watched. Right. We watched the Cotton Club yeah. with outtakes, uh, Betamax footage that he shot that kind of gave you more of a background story mm-hmm. and then followed by his Q&A, which you're right. At midnight, it was everybody was so <laughs> polite and they were having so much fun. But you could see the staff and everybody going, OK, I got to get them to school the next morning. Right, right. So. Well, as a film buff myself, I mean, I could have sat there for hours, but I understand. Got to get the yeah. kids home. Well, um, Francis is a pretty interesting man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No yeah. doubt about it. So are there many of these small theaters like yours that have the capability to do digital are you one of the well, only folks to do that because you do it seems like digital you do 3d you do everything do that's all. out there yeah that's a great question so what's happening right now is a push this last year to get conversion for these small screens to go digital and if they don't, they have to close down, basically. They can't get film anymore. Oh. So they're out scrambling to get fundraising, donations um, to make it happen. And it's it's a cost, depending on what kind of a system they put in, anywhere from fifty to $100,000. Um, when the Cameo put in its digital projector, uh, it was with a grant, and it was a local foundation that wrote the check. And at that time, it was $140,000. Wow. Um, I did decided that I wanted to go with the best because I figured that, you know, that's going to last the longest. Mm-hmm. And we put in the, the Dolby 3D at the time, which was another upgrade. And so, you know, a lot of theaters today are, are not having that luxury, um, you know. But there's been new projector companies who have come on board that have, have you know, kind of updated the industry. We're what we call the first generation. Right. But because of the, the type of system we put in, it's still real usable and really up-to-date and state-of-the-art. Um, um, and it's been it's been a, a learning curve. There are less than uh, twenty three independently owned single screen theaters left in operation in the country. In the whole country, mm-hmm. That's a lot it? of of independently owned. Right. right now, most of them have gone the way of nonprofit. And luckily, oh. the Cameo has our own nonprofit arm today that helps support it. You have great community support. Oh, we have a great community. Now we have our five hundred one c three designation, and so people are stepping up and making donations, and that's what paid for the renovations. So was the community. Was the community, 100% community. And how do you keep them in mind when you are putting, either selecting the films that you're going to show or other programming? Because I know that's very important to you is to be community serving. Yeah. 
We when we started out with the community programming, it was really one art film a week. And we did it on Wednesday nights, and it was the last show. Today, our community programming represents about 30% of what we do. So we work with a lot of nonprofit organizations to host a special event. We just finished an Oz Fest and the Farmer's Market event. Oz meaning like Wizard of Oz, Lauren? Wizard of Oz, yes. I was talking to Lauren earlier. Now that rings a bell. Yes. Wizard of Oz is 75 years old this year. And uh, it was just remastered in 3D, and they did a fabulous job with it. It it really is an interesting, fun movie to see in 3D. Those monkeys just fly at you. <laughs> um, but so we, we do a lot of the community um, stuff. Then we do family films, and we host our family films uh, usually on Sundays, sometimes Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, whether it's 3D or not, it's a $5 ticket so that families can come, get their popcorn, and make a whole day of it. Um, we, and we have a film class, too. So there's lots of things that we try to do that are enticing and interesting that the multiplexes aren't able to to do. Keep it as a town hall. Yeah, which is which is really wonderful and makes it really a centerpiece for the community. Now, these film classes, there's one happening today, I think, as we speak. Yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, I'll be racing to get it done. Um, so what happened with our film class is really interesting. We invite everybody to come and join us. Um, the Napa Valley uh, JCs used to have a film class, and they would have it off campus and use the Cameo. With all the budget cuts, they they um, canceled all their off-campus programs. But the film instructor, Ian MacGyver, was still willing to come to the Cameo. So we took it in-house, and we do it on Tuesdays. Uh, we'll be finishing up the last uh, Tuesday in November, and we'll start back up in February. We take a little holiday break. And um, the class votes on what the structure is for those 12 weeks. And it's been hmm. foreign films, which is fascinating. And they are from all over. Uh, Ian MacGyver introduces the film, gives you a little bit of background. Um, and then you can, then after the film, there's a discussion and people break into groups. We usually see about 40 or 50 people. It's a great, um, and it's a $10 drop-in fee. That's it. That's it. Just 10 bucks. Yep. See a movie. Yep. It's on our website. Here, have a discussion. Yeah. Hear a historian and a film uh, historian give a little bit about it. Yeah. Great. It's fascinating. And everybody loves it. And they come back for more. When did this happen? How can folks find out? Um, you can go on our website, cameocinema.com, and also on our online calendar. And it actually shows what movie is playing. So you'll get the title and the country. And right now the classes start at 11 a.m. So well, I'll be running fast. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be quick. Um, but starting back up in February, they'll be at 1 p.m. So we'll do an afternoon class. And they're always on Tuesdays. Okay. Very mm-hmm. good. So listen to this show. Um, you know, park outside the cameo. So as soon as this show's done, you can actually no, it starts at eleven. You've got, right. you got, about you got an hour. time. Go across, have a coffee and a muffin or something, then come yeah. back and yeah. and it's it. great. It's a lot of fun. I think you'll really enjoy it. So come on out and see us. Good. You've got all kinds of things going on. You've got those film classes. You do um a children's Christmas show. Yep, we do. Um, I have a passion for for the kids programs. Um, someday, I hope in this valley, we'll have a film school for kids to participate mm. in. Um, but right now, we're doing a Christmas show on the 
14th is, is a Saturday. I think it's the 14th of December. And it's Craig Bond's Children's oh, Choir. Wow. We'll do a little live presentation. And then we're going to uh, do a movie or else the San Francisco Nutcracker Ballet. So stay tuned on our website for that. We're working out our final details for that. In May... Uh, we do a family film festival, and that's Memorial Day weekend. And the highlight of that is children's movies. So kids make their own movies. They make shorts from 30 oh, seconds to I see. 8 minutes. Movies that the kids have actually made. Yeah, wow. we do a combination. Uh, we have an Oscar afternoon where we show all their movies, and we have prizes. And we give out good prizes, GoPro cameras <laughs> really? or iPads, wow. stuff to get kids involved in making movies. And we'll have different um, training sessions and helpful hints in that as we go along, get closer. And now the Napa Valley Film Festival has partnered with us so that we're going to take it all into May. And we usually have our Pixar animators do a free animation workshop and we do some wonderful family um, movies that kids wouldn't normally see. My goodness. And who's eligible to enter this? Kids from 8 to 17. Any kid? Any kid. They can be from Napa, St. Helena, or... Anywhere. They can be from American Canyon. So, yeah, we want entries. Yeah. And it's really wonderful. And they could be animation. You could do a PSA. You could do drama. And we'll put that up on our website right after the first of the year. So January 1st, you can download your application, get it back into us. And uh, it's a great weekend. How wonderful. That sounds like so much fun. I'll bring this up, too. Speaking of January 1st, your free New Year's Day movie series. Yeah, we have a tradition. Uh, we like to thank the community for coming to the movies. You always have a choice. So um, we start right in December, and there will be three weeks of voting. You'll have six movie choices, and they're all classics and currents. And uh, you can vote online or on our paper ballots at the Cameo Cinema. We'll announce what the movie is, and then you show up at 1 o'clock. First come, first serve, and you'll get your fortune cookie, a glass of sparkling, and you'll get to watch a movie. Wow. Always something happening. Yeah, always something happening. That, and then what's happening with the Film Fest, which is coming up oh, next right week. now? Yeah. yeah, next week. Napa Valley Film Festival, the third third film festival. It starts Wednesday, uh, November 13th, and runs through Sunday the 18th. There are 115 movies being shown in the Valley. There are some great people coming. I know Colin Farrell's coming to Napa oh, Valley. And so do you get to we uh, show him around? Well, I hope he comes to, to do a Q&A at uh, the Cameo, which will be wonderful. Um, so those movies are up and down Valley. There are free program guides out there. And I encourage people to not be afraid to come on out and do a rush ticket. If you don't have a film pass, just get a rush ticket and pick some of those movies be, that are the independents because a lot of times the only way they're shown is at film festivals. Yeah, they no never get to see it. they never get picked up by a distributor. So save your big ones, the ones that you know you probably won't get into, uh, the big studio films because mm-hmm. you know they'll be coming to the cameo. As right, soon as you'll ready. pick them up later. And speaking of that, if I might, on, go ahead, whatever you got. <laughs> on November twelfth, um, the Napa Valley Film Festival, the Cameo and Paramount Studios have partnered to bring a movie prior to its release called Nebraska. Oh. And it stars Bruce Dern and Will Forte. It will only show at the Cameo. It's not showing during the festival. It's only on Tuesday night. And we have tickets left for the 8.30 show. The 5.45 is sold out. It's a $20 ticket. You get a glass of wine 
and you get your popcorn, the cameo popcorn. Famous, you know, my, my mom is such a huge fan of your popcorn. She'll be in St. <laughs> Helena, and even if she doesn't, you know, can't go to the movie, she'll pop in and get a tub of popcorn and walk it's, down the street. It's pretty it. good stuff, so I must admit. Nebraska, uh, Bruce Dern, Will Forte, uh, odd pairing. One I think of as very dramatic, sometimes plays these creepy parts, and Will Forte is um, a comedian. comedian. Is is this a comedy? It is not a comedy. It's not a comedy. It's a drama. It's shot in black and white, and it's the story of a father-son relationship, and the son is taking the father cross-country. And I'm not going to share any more All right, that's it, but that's Nebraska. But it's a very interesting movie, and it's well worth seeing. So make sure you can go online for tickets or stop in at the Cameo, but it will be full shows, so get your ticket early. Cool, and you can't see it anywhere else until it's in wide release. This is the sneak preview. Until it's released. Yep. How cool. Yeah. I think I've said that. Up. How many times have I said how cool since you've been speaking? <laughs> uh, this is Kathy Buck. She's the proprietor of the Cameo Cinema, the 101-year-old Cameo Cinema in St. Helena. Go see some movie the, movies there. We're going to speak with her a little bit more after this break, and we'll be back with... Grab some popcorn and Dr. Pepper and hurry back as Judd's Napa Valley Show goes to the movies right after these messages. La, 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 la. In a world of Tuesday morning Napa Valley Radio, only one show stands all of the above. And that show is Judd's Napa Valley Show. Right on. Lauren Mole, our own Don LaFontaine, channeling the spirit of uh, perhaps coming attraction's most famous voice. (laughs) Well done. Very appropriate. As our guest today is Kathy Buck, who is the proprietor of the Cameo Cinema in St. Helena, and I'm sure Don LaFontaine's voice has resonated through there for decades. Yeah. And now I think we know who's is coming next. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's got a shoes to fill right there. That's right. Right on, Lauren. You know, we talked a little bit earlier about how you came from Michigan, came mm-hmm. to Napa Valley, and I want to find out a little bit more about you. You've You're one of nine. I am. I'm the oldest of nine siblings and um, grew up kind of in a rural area and uh, always thought, oh, I want to be a movie star. And um, Oh, so it goes way back. <laughs> it okay. does. Getting a little insight. And there was always, there was one small town movie theater run by a husband, wife, and daughter, mom and pop show that was only open on the weekends and that's where we'd go to the movies. And uh, so, you know, there is, you, kn- you don't know what is going to stay with you. But as um, as I grew up, came to Napa Valley, got, uh, purchased the cameo, then I decided, wow, this is kind of like being a movie star. You get to go on stage, announce the movies. You're feeling it. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the love. <laughs> That's I'm great. Feeling it. And I do love that you are the one who gets in front of the audience before the movie. You make the announcements. It it harkens back when I first started going, uh, maybe seven, eight years old, there was a fellow who owned it at the time. Paul Garden was his name. And he would do that as well. And I just thought that was so cool. It seemed so friendly, so welcoming. And then at the end, he'd always say, roll him, or often roll him Ross. I think Ross Sullivan was the projector, uh, projectionist. Now you don't get to say roll him anymore, though, do you? No, you don't get to say roll him anymore. What do you anymore. say? Press uh, play. <laughs> what, do you, what do you say? No, I usually run up there. I'll say, movie's coming. You know, turn your <laughs> cell phones off. Now you have to say, turn your cell phones off. Right, You right. know, back in the day, you didn't have to even worry about that. So, yeah, little changes. But still, it's... It's that connection. People, you know, have choices today, and you want them to feel connected. 
um, and part of something. It's so much different to watch a movie at home or to watch it in an audience mm. where you hear the laughter and the sighs and right. you see tears even sometimes when people come out of a movie that's really moved them. And it always you know, evokes uh, stories then. People share their experiences and um, discussions. It's, it's wonderful. It's magical. I live in Oz. You, you kind of do. Well, you, there was a quote of yours here uh, that I read. This is from the San Francisco Chronicle. I uh, had a pre- yeah. uh, profile about you uh, a little while back, and I, I like this a lot. Um, it mentions how you wanted to be a movie star at one point. So, I mean, I'll just read this quote. It says, this is you speaking, Kathy. Kathy Buck, proprietor of the Cameo Cinema <laughs> in St. Helena. You say, being on Main Street in a beautiful town is just magical. It's like being on a movie set. Says Buck, who grew up wanting to be a movie star. I get up on stage every time I do a show, and I do announcements, and I laugh, because I certainly didn't turn out to be on a big screen, but I have control of a big screen. Yeah, yeah you are bringing that magic to yeah. the whole community. I love it. I yeah. love it so much. Well, it's obvious, and it, and it shows. It shows in uh, your community involvement, in the programming you do. Have you ever... You know, because you're so personally associated with the theater, it's not, as you said, it's not just a, a multiplex um, that happens to be showing a movie. You personally select the movies. Have you ever gotten feedback? Have you gotten folks that have been unhappy? Like, oh, how yeah. dare you show that horrible <laughs> film or <laughs> yeah. that smut in our town or oh, something yeah. like that? I get it all. I you get do. wonderful compliments. And then every now and then I get nasty grams. I call them nasty grams. You do? I do. I get nasty emails. And I've, I've had a how dare you before. And, and it, actually the how dare you was on a movie that was had an Oscar nomination. Um, but, you know, it's my job as the um, proprietor of the town hall to give a wide variety of movies, movies that touch on all kinds of subjects um, and also you know, can help broaden somebody's um, perspectives a little bit. You know, storytelling is, is the director or the screenwriter's perspective on a situation. And, you know, there's no such thing as a brand new story. It's just over time there's a different story. And But it, they all have a central theme. And, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's never fun when you get the um, how dare yous, but it's so wonderful when we, when I get a kid walking down the street who says, "Hey, Kathy, see you at the movies," and <laughs> you know, there's stories like that that make up for everything. So it's not That's too sweet. often where I get the the negative feedback. It's mostly complimentary, and you know, it's a single screen theater that. In some months, we do 14 movies a month. We program wow. like a multiplex. And I can't imagine. I mean, it seems like owning a movie theater is one of these glamour jobs, like being a <laughs> winemaker, right? Everyone says, oh, you get to watch movies and meet these famous people who come in and eat popcorn. Or with a winemaker, you get to eat cheese all day and yeah. watch the vines grow. But, you know, little do they know. I mean, There's I can't a imagine lot of little jobs. trying to program 14 Movies, you know, running a business is running a business and everything that goes with that. Yeah. And the my pro- goodness. And the programming is hard because the, you know, the major studios, they don't care about the little guy. They're interested in the big guys, the multiplexes that play their movies for weeks and weeks and weeks. And in a small town, that's part of the problem is you can't spend more than a week on a movie. And sometimes the big ones may be two weeks. But my my patrons come back often, sometimes three, four times a week mm. to see a movie. And, you know, that's a kiss of death if you can't give them some variety 
society. Sure. And so we're always we're always battling um, the establishment, so to speak. Um, but I do want to say one thing, if I can, about the theater. I am so proud of the renovations. We, as a Cameo, are the only single screen in the country to have the new Dolby Atmos sound. And oh, Atmos, yeah. Atmos stands for atmosphere. So instead of just surround sound, we now have speakers in the ceiling. So it's we've gone from nine speakers to 21 speakers. In the world right now, there are less than 150 theaters that have this new installation. It is the wave of the future. And if you've not been to hear the cameoans check out the love seats and hear this new atmos i invite you to come up and if you have to get up during the movie to go to the bathroom i installed speakers in the bathroom oh. so you can hear the movie I you can't you watch say it you've installed microphones so you no. can hear what's going on in, in atmos dolby no, no but it's really i'll tell you it is the finest screening room in the country and i am getting that from professionals and visitors from around the country who've stopped in to see the cameo so do yourselves a favor and come come, come check us Kathy. out. Come see Kathy. Come see a movie at come her theater. So what does it take? I mean, I guess you're answering the question with the Atmos and the digital, but what does it take for the little guy, in your words, to survive in this world of the multiplexes, of the big studio support of the multiplexes, in this world of internet streaming movies, of every other distraction that we have in, with modern technology? It, what, what are you doing? How do you do it? Well, it takes um, enlisting the help of the community. I have an, a terrific group of volunteers called the Cameo Ambassadors, and they help with my special events. They volunteer their time. We have Ethel, who's in her 80s. I won't say exactly how old, who helps out every Wednesday at the concessions. Yeah. And she's just wonderful. And then um, through the Friends of the Cameo, which is our nonprofit board, they're, they're helping and reaching out to the community. And donations are made from what I call stardust to $10 a month to to more. And people can put their star on our wall. You can have a bronze star with your name engraved on it, put it up on the wall, or put ah. your name on a seat plaque. And um, that's what helps to keep the, the theater going. It takes it takes the support of the community. You can get your core movies, but it, it takes it takes a village yeah, is what I say. Yeah, people want to have it. Yeah. And in St. Helena, they certainly want to have it. Um, I imagine all that information that you just mentioned is on the website about buying a star or making yeah. the donations yeah. and buying a movie pass. You can get you can get movie passes, passes to the movies that actually it's kind of one lump payment, but you're actually getting a discount if you go to the movies. Right. We have uh, three or four different kinds of uh, movie cards that you can do. Um, and by the way, we don't charge extra for 3D. So just remember that. Oh. Uh, that's wow, a pretty, one of a kind, I think. A one of a kind, I know. But it, they make great gifts, um, movie cards for kids or for your uh, friends and family. Um, so you can check those out on the website, and they're really a great value. And we also have $6 Tuesdays. So all movies are $6 on Tuesdays. Wow, and that's Cameo Cinema? CameoCinema.com. Yeah. Uh, part of your mission, I read on your website mm. as I was doing a little research, uh, he says you have the mission of identifying underserved populations. Yes. And I'm wondering what you mean by that. And how does a movie theater do that? Well, what we, what my goal is, and it's um, little by little, 
inch by inch. Um, and, uh, you know, the old saying, if you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. Trying to bring in um, the Hispanic movies, um, some of the programs that will um, entice discussions. Uh, we've had some movies that deal with sex uh, trafficking of underage uh, kids. Mm. Um, we've had great guest speakers. We do school events. We've broadcast for the kids some history um, um, uh, KQED specials so that we can uh, interact with discussion for that. So we're working on that. We work with um, the French community. Um, so we're trying to find these little niches that probably are are missing. We're going to do a Jewish film festival, a one-day film festival <laughs> no in the spring. Yeah, we're excited. Um, so we're just kind of giving you know, this universal... Um, opportunity to see to see and interact with people that may not be it's not mainstream it comes out of the mainstream very interesting and what a cool approach things you'd want to do there was an article in the napa register where they ask business people questions i love reading those (laughs) but there's no follow-up that's true you know it's not a live interview there's a question and then there's an answer so I was hoping I could get your uh, take on something here because you're, you're doing so much with the theater. And the question was, um, you know, what else would you like to do? Your answer was someday create a dessert wine. <laughs> yes. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. So I'm wondering, have you gotten into enology? Are you getting towards this goal? Have you done it and I just didn't know about it? No, I have not done it. That's going to be in my spare time or yeah. my next life. Which but spare I, time? I, yeah, I love dessert wines and I think they're fun and they can be... Um, there's something else outside the mainstream, um, as as you can tell. Most of the things I I try to do are a little outside the box. So I've and, noticed, yeah. And so for the dessert wines, I love tasting them, mm-hmm. and I ask a lot of questions. But it's not something I've had the time to pursue at this point. Well, at the theater, you sure sell a lot of candy. Could you sell a little sweet wine for people well, to sip on the? We're working on our beer wine license and, right now. You are. Yes, we are. Oh, so that's in the mill. That's that's in the mix coming up yeah. we hope uh, first of the year that we'll have a beer wine license so you never know there may be a cameo wine in the future can you imagine that i Sitting love it there at the historic cameo cinema in this dolby atmos sound and sipping on some napa valley wine yeah maybe your own dessert wine yep yep that would be the love with, with popcorn, dessert wine and popcorn and salty. exactly oh sweet and salty the opposites yeah sign me up yeah speaking of drinking aha <laughs> you got something kind of uh, cool coming up that's piqued my interest. December 5th. December 5th, the 80th anniversary for the repeal of Prohibition. Thank goodness. Yes, very important for Napa Valley. So the cameo thought, okay, what can we do? What can we do to make this cool, to kick it off? And we came up with the idea of kind of a speakeasy environment. Um, So what we're going to do, it's Thursday night, and we're turning M Gallery, which is two doors north of us, into a speakeasy. Christopher Koskow from Meadowood is going to do bourbon and bites. So he's going to do a Prohibition bourbon cocktail with some bites. So we have a little reception. And then we're going to proceed down to the cameo where we have, for the very first time in Napa Valley, live on our stage, a mini Cirque du Soleil will perform. Uh, two really yeah wow. a mini Cirque okay. du Soleil and Krug Winery will be pouring at intermission of course you'll have that fabulous cameo popcorn and we're going to serve some cotton candy so we're going to make a whole wow. evening of it a night at the circus so no movie that night no movie live, live performance yeah live cocktails performance. 
Oh, my goodness. That's December 5th? Yes. Tickets are available now? Tickets will be available online next week. Next week. Yeah, $80 for 80 years. Perfect. What a great event that's going to be. Something else the Napa Register asked you, (laughs) with no follow-up, but this always intrigues me, too, was which three people would you most like to have dinner with? And you had a couple answers here, two, I wouldn't say obvious, but certainly uh, are movie stars. Mm-hmm. And then the third, so if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you, you know, what would you hope to ask these folks or glean from their company sure. over the course of a dinner? And in the order that you answered was, uh, first was the Obamas. And I'm just assuming this is the first family you're talking about. Yes. There's not another yeah. family in town, the Obamas. Yeah. So what would you talk to them about? What, what would you like to know or get, get out of them? Well, I think that for me, the Obamas are interesting. You know, you'll always uh, hear the news broadcast and that. But I'd like to sit down with the family. I'd like to sit down with the girls mm-hmm. and mom and dad and kind of just get a feel for what they like. And, of course, for me, I would relate it to the movies because you know when you start asking people about the movies the kids especially they all have opinions and they have oh, all yeah. have stories to tell but i'd like to get to that little personal that inside information and uh, you know with michelle and in her green thumb and you know what she's trying to do with uh food and nutrition in this in this country i think that's kind of a cool aspect too because that's part of napa valley it's right. food and wine so for me it kind of all ties together well she might replace the raisinets in your candy counter with uh <laughs> what carob covered kale or something oh, like we've that. Done raw v- you've done that oh, yeah we've you done some raw progressive there at the cameo yeah okay uh meryl streep oh i think she's fascinating if you look at her long history um, in storytelling, she what I'd like to know is how she completely loses herself in each role and does it stay with her afterwards, you know, and what's the most important um, um, storyline that she's ever represented and, and is proud of. So I think she's a fascinating human being. Yeah, no doubt. I'd like to know how she finds herself again exactly how long does that yeah. character stay with her and then you know does she take a little bit with her always for into the next role and into her life right because she's played some pretty amazing cool. people in history yeah no doubt now the third one maybe i don't need to ask maybe it should just be very self-evident but uh george clooney <laughs> I think it's self-evident. Why would you want to have dinner with George Clooney? (laughs) Oh, that's a funny one. He's been in the Valley a number of times. Yes. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Ladies, you understand. I don't think I have to say anything. We can leave it at that. Yeah. Then let me ask you this question. Kathy Buck, proprietor of the Cameo Cinema, celebrating its 101st birthday coming up. In May. In May. Yeah. Do you go nuts for donuts? Oh, I do. I love donuts. Well, oh my God! <laughs> there is a big pink box. Why don't you open that up? Have Ooh. a look. There should be a selection. There is a oh, there's one of my favorites now, right there. Oh, pull it out. Go ahead. All okay. ears. All oh, right. okay. We've broken a streak here, folks. Nope, not this time. Well, we did. You're right. Not this time. Uh, we've been on a tear lately with the maple old fashioned, mm. but today. You did not choose the maple old-fashioned. You did not choose the buttermilk nub or whatever they call that. You did not choose the pink sprinkle glaze. Mm-mm. You chose a very classic chocolate cake donut. Absolutely. We are here in Napa Valley thinking of the movies that will play at the Cameo Cinema. What is the perfect accompaniment? You can choose a dessert wine. You can choose a wine. You can choose a movie. What would you want to have with that chocolate cake donut? 
I'd want to see the movie Chocolat. Ah, yes. And a glass of bubbles. Ah, you got it. That sounds good. <laughs> Maybe that's a special night. Donuts, oh, bubbles, and chocolat. Yes. Feel free if you want to take a nibble there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. Or, or munch away. Lauren, feel free to have a donut. Oh, you know what I wanted to ask you about before we get into the next quick bit? Is, um, you've even shown sports. I forgot to ask you that before. You've done sports. Oh, that's at, the most fun. Like you're broadcasting sports on the big screen mm-hmm. at the theater. We put a dish on the roof, so we'll do it live. And it started a couple years ago with the World Cup soccer games. And what was the best? We do them free to the community. And we serve donuts and juice and coffee. And we um, it was standing room only. And it was so special because you had the locals, you had the workers, you had visitors, and we had the Secret Service. The Secret Service? Yes, because at that time we had Speaker of the House came. In. Oh, oh. maybe found some funny money in your register. <laughs> yeah, no. no, but what's fun is we didn't have any room because they came in at the last minute, but we did give her a seat and her husband and the kids sat on the floor and the Secret <laughs> Service had to stay in the lobby. And no? it was, wow. it was fabulous. And yeah. which event was that? Maybe I missed it when oh, I was looking at the donuts. Uh, soccer finals, World Cup soccer oh, World finals. Cup soccer. Wow. We did the Royal Wedding at two o'clock in the morning. And That's right. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a pajama hat party. So, oh my goodness! Yeah, always fun. You know how to have a good time up there. Yeah. And now, Kathy Buck, proprietor of the Cameo Cinema in St. <laughs> Helena, it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Mad Libs. It's time to play Mad Libs. I'm going to ask you to fill in some blanks. We're going to read back the story to you, and hopefully, hilarity will ensue. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. First of all, I need you to give me a country. This can be any country anywhere. Monaco. Monaco. They must have a good film festival. I would imagine. All the folks go there. Anyhow, a plural noun. Donkeys. <laughs> donkeys. Comedy gold no matter when, when you say donkeys. Okay. <laughs> plural noun. Another plural noun. I think I'm on an animal street. Two cans. Two cans. Very good. A verb. Eat. Eat. You're good at this. You're quick. Another verb. <laughs> sleep. <laughs> Eat and sleep. <laughs> Two of my favorite things to do. And an adjective. <laughs> Naughty. Yes. Okay. I think I like the way this is going. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> so earlier I was on the CameoCinema.com website and pulled out some snippets about the theater and some quotes from you, and you have just rewritten them via Mad Libs. So let's see what we've got. Are oh, you ready? I can't wait. I can't <clears> wait. <throat> I can't wait, too. I know. I'm actually nervous. Don't be. It's all in fun. All right. Here we go. Now, this is from your website. The Cameo Cinema is a beloved institution in the St. Helena community and the oldest single-screen theater in Monaco. (laughs) Hey, pretty fritzy. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Central to our mission is the identification of underserved donkeys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And and the development of toucans aimed at bridging these demographic gaps. So donkeys and toucans are going to bring us all together. Yes, they are. Thank you for noticing that and making it happen. When donkeys fly. Yes. Cameo exists to entertain, 
eat and sleep while connecting the community <laughs> through the art of storytelling. <laughs> Our vision is to be a window to the naughty world of creativity. <laughs> oh, 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 this is a PG show? Well, I, it may not be anymore. <laughs> we might have to change the rating on iTunes when this gets po- uh, posted as a podcast. Yeah. Kathy Buck, I want to thank you very much for thank coming. You. Thank Where you, am I going to see you next? You'll see me at the movies. I had a feeling you Yay! might see that. <laughs> Lauren Mole, we will see you next time on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa Valley Show.